Quaker Puffed Rice Sparkies brings you... Price Sparkies brings you Terry and the Pirate. Do you know that Terry has never been to the United States? The same is true of Elita, the Polish flyer, and of course, Connie. Pat Ryan has been back here for a visit, but Flip Corkin, for example, hasn't been in the good old USA since the war started. Well, what would you say if these friends of yours came back for a furlough? Wouldn't that be surprising? I'll say it would. So pin back your ears, and we'll hear all the news in just a moment. Oh, here comes Quaker with the bang, bang. Bang, bang, Quaker puff rice marquee, the rice that shot from guns. The family's favorite breakfast, the rice that shot from guns. Quaker puff rice marquees have vitamins, do tell. Easy step to extra pep, and boy, the taste is well. Yes, here comes Quaker with the bang, bang. Bang, bang. Today, let's all us Terry fans unite in a grateful salute to Generals Marshall and Eisenhower, to our other gallant Army and Navy leaders, and to the millions of G.I. Joes who gave us this glorious V.E. Day. Today, fellas and girls, will be an immortal day in history, a day you'll forever remember, an eternal monument to the gallantry and devotion of those who made the supreme sacrifice to annihilate the Nazi menace. With today's magnificent victory behind us, let us all unite in our jobs on the home front to help our fighting forces to speed the unconditional surrender of Japan. It came about like this. Every time Pat Ryan and Terry or anyone else in their little group start out on a vacation, they end up in the doggondest wartime adventure you could imagine. Well, now they're in Manila, in the Philippines. The Admiral has just offered to have them transported to the United States for a leave of absence. But our friends are afraid of the word vacation. It means the same as trouble does to other people. So the Admiral put his proposition another way. This is your opportunity to do a good job. Help prepare a war film that the public will find interesting. And at the same time, you'll be out of the war zone and have a period of rest. Now, why don't you four just sit here and talk it over? And I'll be back in a few moments. If you decide to accept the offer, you'll be on your way very, very soon. And so Burma, Elida, Pat, and Terry were left to decide. Should they go to the United States or not? They had all been through hardships and were restless and tired, though they said little to each other about it. Well, kiddies, little Burma wouldn't know how to act back there in Uncle Sam's country. It's been so long since I had a finger wave or a new lipstick, I'd probably scream at the sight of a beauty parlor. How about you, Elida? I would like to go to your country. I should like to go to Poland also. But there's nothing there for me now. Not even the town where I used to live. And my friends, you can imagine what the Germans did to them. No. I will go to America. It is going to be my country also. <laughs> 
Yeah, golly, you'll like it a later. Hey, what do you mean a later will like it? I'm thinking you'll be plenty surprised at it yourself, Terry. Why, you were a baby when you left the USA. Been over on this side of the Pacific ever since. Yeah, I know. Well, let's not get sentimental all of a sudden. The point is, are we going or not? Let's take a boat. A later? Yes, I would like it. I would like to see that crazy place they call Hollywood, where most of the pictures show everybody doing something but never working. <laughs> I vote yes. Burma? Honey, I'm strictly neutral. Sure, I'm a twig off a tree that grew in that part of Brooklyn known as New York City, but uh, I don't know anybody back there now. Don't you ever get a yen to go back? Homesick? Well, it's like this, Patsy. Uh, you bet your sweet life I do. Well, that's two votes in favor, Pat. How about you? I like uh, everything except that Hollywood stuff. Now, I'd rather go fishing. <laughs> yeah, but what about Duncan? Wouldn't you like to drop in on the great correspondent and world traveler and ask him how he did so many things single-handed? I sure would. But is it worth all that trouble? Well, what do you want, Mr. Rant? I know Terry wants to go. So do you two gals. So, in the interest of peace and harmony, I'll throw in. Well, that makes it unanimous. You sure you want to make that flight back there, Terry? Well, golly, I guess I got a homesick feeling like anybody else. I suppose no matter where you are, the old hometown is tops. Of course, I haven't any hometown, so I can call the 48 states my home. But I sure wish I had one little spot on the map, some little village that I could remember and want to go back to. Gee, that's what all the other guys are fighting for just so they can go back home when this mess is over and find that place like they left it. No bomb-wrecked buildings. The same familiar sights. Gee, must be wonderful to have a home. Oh, pipe down on that talk, Terry. You'll have me bawling in a minute. But you know what I mean, Burma. Sure I do, kid. And so do I, Terry. Well, then we have four votes, which makes it 100%. We'll tell Admiral Jones we're ready to go. Okay, the sooner the better. Well, judging from your expressions, you've uh, come to a decision. I rather imagine it, yes. That's right, sir. <laughs> we'll be ready to leave for the United States whenever you say. Well, now, that's fine. I've already arranged for your passage, a transport plane. There'll be other passengers, of course. And, oh, uh, by the way, if there's anyone else you'd like to have along with you, there'll uh, be plenty of room for him or Harry. her. Harry! Uh, you know uh, who I would like to come with us? Sure, I know. You mean Connie? <laughs> sure thing. That would be wonderful. Boy, he'd have the time of his life. In Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> Brother, so will we. Uh, would it be difficult to arrange for Connie to go with us, sir? Well, now, let's see. That's the little Chinese fellow, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah. The one who scrambles up the English language. <laughs> I'll personally be responsible for it, sir. Yes, and now, let's see. I, I have his record here, too. Oh, he's done some good work for you people. Yes, I think it can be arranged, Mr. Ryan. So suppose you all go and get some rest now. You'll be notified about plane passage and other details. At the airfield near Manila, recently captured from the Japs, a huge gray-green transport plane is being refueled and made ready for the long hop to the Hawaiian Islands. First leg on the flight to the Pacific shores of the USA. Mail and packages are being put aboard. One of the pilots... A short, stocky chap in wrinkled uniform squints at the sun and then turns to another of the crew members. Brother, you're the navigator on this hop. And be sure you get us where we're going because we've got a valuable cargo. Yeah, of course, Colonel Clarkin. You're a valuable cargo yourself. I didn't refer to present company, Jimmy. 
I referred to the passengers who should be here any minute. They don't know I'm flying this crate, but I know they're riding in it, so let's give them a pleasant journey. They haven't had a decent vacation since they were babies in cradles. Friends of yours, Colonel? The finest collection of wacky wonder boys and gals in the Pacific. You don't mean Mr. Pat Ryan, Terry Lee... And... That's hitting the spot, Jimmy. Hope you do as well on the flight to Hawaii. Hey, here they come now. I'll bet a hat. Isn't that car heading across the field to this point? Yeah, guess it is. Too bad I didn't get my suit pressed and a haircut. I might even have baked the cake. But they don't expect old Uncle Zippo to be part of this homeward trek. Where you been? What's the big idea? Uh, are you going with us? America, here we come, and we've got the snappiest dressed officer in all. Quiet, America. quiet. Let's be surprised in a more solemn way. Nurse Burma, it is almost a pleasure to see you. <laughs> likewise. Jerry, you later, Patsy. Likewise. Golly, this is sure a surprise, Flip. Are you getting your furlough, Mr. Flip? Yeah, somewhat. When we get to California, I'm going to personally show you the sights, Alita. Hey, what about me? You will be one of the sights. Oh. The people in the USA will find you something new and different, Nurse Burma. You haven't changed a bit. You're still a jerk. But a nice one, if that's possible. All right, you two. Save that to cool your soup. Hey, where's Connie? Oh, he's coming along. Oh, he's crazy to go to America. Is Connie going with us? Oh, yes. Connie and I have never seen Hollywood. Hollywood? Yeah. Didn't you know, Corkin? I knew you folks would be passengers, but I didn't yeah, know... Yeah, we're going there to help a film company get out of war pictures deals with China. Don't tell me you've turned actors. Oh, hardly. But, as I understand it, there's a cargo of special films aboard this plane. That's right. Well, we're supposed to take it to Hollywood. I've got the address and all. Then we can sit around in the California sunshine and loaf. Also act as technical advisors. <laughs> Soft, huh? Well, who can tell? You may end up making love to some Hollywood star. Not me, Corky. Oh. <laughs> Don't be too sure, handsome. You could end up in grease paint yet, but I'll be around. I'll keep an eye on you. Well, if you gals and boys are all set, why don't you climb in and find a nice spot to bump your shins against? Glad to see you, and we'll dig up the gossip as soon as we get a few spare minutes. The word Twister Connie showed up and was hauled aboard. Then the plane took off and soon was flying the secret course to Hawaii. The passengers settled down after a lot of gay chatter, and Pat Ryan found a spot away from the others and began to read the orders which had been given to him. What goes, Pat? Huh? Oh, just going over these papers. We're supposed to be personally responsible for those cans of exposed film. That is, until we reach Hawaii. What then? Then we pick up a new passenger fellow by the name of Wilmer Ding. Wilmer Ding? Yep. He's the head of the Wilmer Ding World Picture Company. He's the fellow who'll look after the films from there on in. Oh. It's his outfit we're going to be with in Hollywood. Ah, oh, looks like we're really getting a vacation at last, huh? Yeah, at long last. You better knock wood, Terry. Every time I hear the word vacation, I get a shiver up and down my spine. It's always a signal that trouble is not far away. Yes, Pat Ryan's hunch is right. There's trouble ahead, but it's different from anything our friends have ever run into. So stand by for a tip-off on adventure. Quake of puff rice party is the rice that's shot from guns. Here comes Quake with a bang, bang. Bang, bang. 
Well, by tomorrow morning, boys and girls, the excitement and happiness of V-Day will be a thing of the past and history. You'll be able to look back later on when you study this period of our history in high school and college and say to yourself, I was there, some of this happened to me. But you'll have to ask yourselves a question as well. What did I do to help make the war with Japan come to a quick end, as complete a victory as the defeat of Hitler? One answer you can make is, I saved paper, and I helped collect paper salvage so that the fighting men in Japan never had to worry about containers for anything from three-inch shells to blood plasma. Yes, that's just part of the job for every Terry fan and everyone else on the home front until final, complete victory comes on the day we make Japan surrender unconditionally. Terry and the Pirates is dramatized for radio by Albert Barker, who says, Tomorrow, you'll meet the screwball movie magnet, Mr. Wilmerding, and you'll find out something about the trouble and mystery that lies ahead. It's going to be fun and adventure aplenty, so get on the beam. Same time, same station. Pirates!